Hey, this is Chaz Palminteri. A new show today. It's a special day. Don't forget the one-man show. Go to chazpalminteri.net. Chazpalminteri.net. If you want great Italian food, you visit my restaurants. Chaz Palminteri is on uh, 30 West 46th Street and the second one in White Plains, 264 Main Street. We are one of the top Italian restaurants in all of New York. And it's got to be good because my name is on it. So today... Today we have, every week I hear the same thing. When are you going to get the girls back on? When are you going to get the girls back on? Here they are. Here they are. The wonderful Catherine Narducci and the hilarious Tara Connor Tracy. Right? I got it. Okay. So before... Connor Tracy. Connor Tracy. Connor Tracy. It's not concentration. It's not Connor Tracy. It's... Connor Tracy. We're going to do, we do this every week. No, wait, Kenneth Tracy. Yes. I said it right. Did he say it right? Kenneth, he says it, he always says Khan. Okay, it's Khan. Khan. Khan, Kenneth Tracy. As you can see, three Italians right here. <laughs> New three Yorkers. Italians. New New York Italians, uh, two from the Bronx, one from East Harlem. Right. Uh, well, we're going to talk about X. Now, what do you mean by X? Now, in other words, things that annoy you. Right? Things that annoy you. I just heard, I never heard of ick before. We call it pet peeves, but pet peeves. today it's yeah, things. Well, that's what John said, right? That's what they're calling the kids. Okay. The kids these days, they're calling the kids it these the days are calling it the icks. Okay, and the thing we're going to say is, and you don't have to be in, in show business like us to have this, right? Is don't you hate, listen to me folks out there, think about what I'm saying. Don't you hate when someone comes over your house and you introduce them to them and after, by the end of the evening, they're best friends, which is fine. Can't be jealous. It's nice that they have a, they met somebody nice Connection. at your house. Yeah, I, yeah. But then they ask that person for their number, which I think is wrong. They should ask you if it's all right. And second, they invite them out for dinner. Without you. Without you. I mean, don't you think the first, I mean, I don't know. That's, I, that kind of annoys me. Mm -hmm. That's a. That's a no-no. That's a no, no. That's a double, double no, no. No, it's like all of a sudden then you find out they went out to dinner together. I don't know. I mean, some people say, Chaz, you're being too sensitive. Other people would say, no, I think that's wrong. No, how about, and we'll put a little cherry on it. Go how ahead. about they become friends with your friend and then they invite you out. Hey, you want to come out with me and, you know, gobbledygots? I'm like, you're inviting me out with you and my friend? Uh, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'll go. That's nice of you to invite me out with my friend of 30 years. Right. Tara, how do you feel about that? Yeah, we, I, I, see, the, I see that that would bother me. Would yeah. that bother you? Yeah. All of a sudden, friends were hanging out without me that I introduced. Like, if you've introduced people and then they've excluded you, that's a weird feeling. Okay, so what, if, what, if, what if you, I could say that's bothering me. What if every single person you introduce me to, give me a phone. Down the line, at some point in the night. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, I think what the biggest pet peeve about it and or the biggest ick, I want to be uh, right. trendy, is that we were talking about people with obvious agendas, not just a, a person really connecting with somebody and saying, oh, I really felt connected to this person. Yeah. Let's hang out. Could, but it's more about like somebody who has an agenda, like an agenda, like it's a specific person. Like, right. I love, I hang out with your family. You're, you know, I've, 
you know, hung out with your family. Yeah. Or I got gone to a restaurant or seen Caroline or met your daughter for lunch or when I, you know. So that, but it's not that. It's people who have an agenda, people who are going after specific friends, particularly when you're in the industry, which is what we were talking yes. about before the cameras turned on. Yes, yes. And you have been, Catherine, probably. I've been a victim of that. A victim of it. A hundred thousand times over. But, and, and your stories are cringeworthy. And oh, Chaz how about the friend that they meet your celebrity friends or your friends in the business. They're not in the business, but they meet your writer friend, your director friend, your actor friend. And they're like, oh my God, I love them. They're so nice. They got their number. They exchanged numbers. They made sure they got that number. And they're just so nice. They're so nice. And then it's like, you seem to think that all my friends in the industry industry is so nice, but why don't you exchange numbers with the plumber, the baker, <laughs> the shoemaker, my teacher friend? Mm-hmm. You just always seem to be thinking everybody's so nice that happens to be in the industry. Right. That's the That's ick. The anger. That's the ultimate ick. Well, how do you feel about this? I know the I'm going to ask Tara first because I know the answer that she's going to say. Yeah. But how do you feel <laughs> if one of your friends, mm-hmm. right? And she says to you, hey, you know what? I really got to talk to Michael about something. Could I have his number? Could I ask Michael for his number? Mm-hmm. Are you okay with that? Yeah. You're my, okay. One of my friends, Catherine, has Mike's number. Okay. Uh, Gianna has Mike's number. But how about uh, a friend you don't know that well, you kind of just once in a while see her? And, she, and she's speaking to Mike, and she doesn't ask you. She goes right to Mike and says, could I have your number? Does that bother you? <laughs> no, I, I mean, it depends on the person. Yes, depends on the person. It would depend on the person. Are you okay with uh, somebody saying uh, uh, to you, uh, Catherine? Well, you're you're single right now, so uh, but you're okay with another girl saying? Uh, I mean, I had a girl say to my wife, uh, "Could you?" She this was her words. She was an actress. She said, "Could you give me your husband's phone number so I could call him? I'm going to ask him a question." Now, what did I tell you about my wife? My wife is like. What? No, no. You give me the question. Right, that I agree And with. I will tell yeah. my husband. Yeah. You know, I'm not giving you my husband's cell number so you could... No. And and, be, and I know my wife did not like her. Anyway, so that didn't help. But I just think that was... I just thought that was a little rough. Yeah, I think that's that's so rude. So you're not even being considerate about what you're saying. You're not even thinking about what you're actually doing. It's, oh, how about, oh, how about like a... And you could, we could say, well, look, Catherine, you and I... Uh, and Tara too. We all know very famous people. How about if they go, give me, uh, hey, uh, you know, Catherine, I, I got a great project for, for Harvey Cartel. Could you give me his number? I want to talk to him. It's like, what? Yeah. It's Weird. Like, it's like, what the? People say that to you. Mm-hmm. People say that to me. Oh, I really love to meet Robert De Niro. I got a script for him. I go, yeah. do you think that I would bring you to fucking Robert De Niro and bust <laughs> his balls? Oh my God. I said, are you fucking crazy? Are you, they say, well, you know, they go, well, you know, uh, you can't, uh, I had this one guy say to me, well, you can't help another Italian. Oh. He said that to me. Oh, he's yeah, going to use that. He used that angle. He's going to use the old, you can't help another Italian. Right. I hit the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Don't you fucking dare say that to me. I help many Italians. But how rude it is for you to say that to me and then try to guilt me into doing that. Yeah. I go, no, that will never happen. Well, that's yeah, the that other ick, the entitlement. Guilt bait. Entitlement. That is probably my biggest, like, the thing that turns me off. That's your ick? That entitlement. That you feel you're entitled to something. Like, that 
my motto, like work hard, do good work, be kind, keep it, you know, people who just feel like I'm entitled to this or I'm going to come over to Chaz, I'm going to ask Chaz for this, I'm going to ask Catherine to get me this. These are my friends. I don't ask them for things like right. people that have that in them to actually ask. That blows my mind. That to me is the that's the biggest thing. Like that's my get away from me. When you can go, oh, I I, I want to do this. I want to be on your podcast. I want to be here. I want to. Oh, it has to be a natural thing. Yeah. And, and you know how I am when you bring up somebody or I bring up. I say, hey, could you speak to them about being on the show, Catherine? Mm -hmm. yeah. And I said, but always tell them, hey, I would love to have him on. But if he can't or, mm -hmm. or she can't, there's no pressure here. Right, right. I, it's I easy breezy over here at the Neighborhood Logic. Easy breezy. It's easy, easy breezy. breezy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I always feel that way. I, there's, it's never, I, I, I never want to put pressure on somebody. When you pressure somebody, they run away. And... Catherine was mentioning before too that like there's people who you see their agenda right away like those people I'm like I gotta get away because I, right. I can't right from the start I know I'm not gonna be able to tolerate you but and <laughs> this has probably happened with her more is that she's been fooled by people because she didn't see the agenda and then it reveals itself and then you thought that was even more of a dangerous person yeah I have PTSD with that really I have a PTSD yeah. syndrome with that but wait, why don't we take some questions? I don't want to go on these long rants anymore. Oh, well, okay. we did good. You think yeah. we did enough with the? We we did the it thing. All right, John, you have any uh, your thing out there from the questions that people sent in? Well, so you partially answered the ick question, right? Okay. Partially. So and why I say partially is because ick is a pet peeve, but a lot of the terms they refer to ick in terms of relationships. So I have a funny story. Here's an example. One of my girlfriends, she dated this guy for like a month. She's a marathon runner. They went out for a jog and she came back and she's like, I don't know if I can be with him anymore. I was like, why not? She said, because of the way he runs, he flails his arms. I know somebody that has. So what's your ick in terms of relationships? Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Well, I just don't think she likes him enough. Because if she really liked him, it wouldn't bother her. Uh, then again, I did date a girl once. She was very attractive, very wealthy. Uh... She, it was a, a beer family, a very famous beer family. And I was in Budweiser? My, no, actually, it wasn't Budweiser, no. Heineken. No, no I could tell you where it was. It was, it was so many years ago, she probably doesn't remember. It was Ballantine Beer. Remember oh, Ballantine yeah. Beer? Yeah. Okay. And we were sitting at a restaurant. I'll never forget. It was Jack Dempsey's. And we had the famous cheesecake. And, and she, I, I liked her so much, but she laughed. It drove me crazy. It's the way she laughed. And it would drive me out of my mind. I said, I don't know if I could take this anymore. And then finally she had the cheesecake in her mouth. And it was kind of hanging. Oh, that's it. It was kind of hanging. You know, when I said a funny thing, and she went, <laughs> And I said, it was like, it was like, the, it was like the, the jaw came out. <laughs> and I went, right there I knew. I said, okay, this is it. And I think she knew, too. I took her back to the brownstone. Oh, you were going to say the hometown? <laughs> no. We no, heard no. the uh, brownstone? No, she lived in a brownstone. He went, the uh, brownstone? No, she lived in a, 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 not a hotel, uh. a brownstone in the 60s, right off Fifth Avenue, a beautiful brownstone that could be mine today. It's probably worth about $30 million. <laughs> And uh, I looked at it, I said, all right, I'll give you a call. And she looked at me. I have, and, and I could see in her eyes, she said, this guy's not going to call me again. Oh she knew. She knew. And, uh, and that was it. But it was that laugh. Do you think it was the way you looked at her? She that she clocked your look at I her. I think she clocked my look. Knew? 
She did because I knew it was the laugh. I, the laugh killed me, but the cheesecake hanging with the laugh, I couldn't do oh, it. Oh, Jesus Christmas. I once didn't date a guy because he didn't know what kind of cheese was on pizza. And I was like, this is this is never going to work. So that's an ick. That's an ick. I, you didn't know what kind of cheese was on pizza, and that's where. I broke up with a girl. She didn't know what a cannoli was. I said, <laughs> I you don't mean, know what a cannoli is? This is the most New York is <laughs> I said, oh, a, my a, a, a cannoli? You never heard of the word cannoli? <laughs> She was like, I really never knew what it meant. I went, okay. Oh, my God. Do you have a neck like that, Kat? I do. I have one as far as a, not, it's not a relationship. It's a dating thing. Is that okay for the yeah. answer? Yeah. yeah. Um, this guy that I, I was crazy about, crazy about years ago, I was like, this, I didn't ever think he would like me for some reason. Right. I don't know why. And I, he didn't know me. And then I was introduced to him and, that night he asked me out, and I was like, "Oh my God!" And I ran home. I mean, this was years ago. I was I was 26. I ran home and I told my mother. I said, "Oh my God, he asked me out! I can't believe it. my mother was so excited." She goes, "I'm gonna come downstairs. I'm gonna act like I'm gonna go buy cigarettes <laughs> when he pulls up. What time is he coming? 7:30." My mother comes out of the building 7:30. She goes, and the car was there. She goes, "All right, I'm gonna go get cigarettes." I said, "Oh Ma, come and say hi." He goes, "Wait, wait, wait!" He got out of the car to come around the car. He had on. Black dress pants, black shoes with white, white. sweat socks. Oh, it was it was just the, the white sweat socks with the black dress yeah. pants and the was your beautiful up? shoe yeah. with a thick black sweat sock. And what'd you do? That was it. And, oh, it was and, black. It wasn't a white sweat sock. It was a white sweat oh, sock. Said black sweat okay. sock. Oh no, yeah. a black sweat sock with white, black dress pants, black shoes, and. I, I, I said, oh, wait one second. I ran into the, my mother went into the, the, the deli and I went into the deli and I said, Ma, what do you think? While he was there, goes, oh my God, why does he have white sweat socks on? I didn't even want to get in the car. I looked down. I was like, holy shit. Wow. And the whole night, and then here's the killer. He took his shoes off in the car and his feet stunk. What? Oh. Oh no! That's no, it. I swear. No, his that's feet it. stunk oh, like that's cheese. It. No, 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 all right. No. And <laughs> that's it. That's it. Cheese feet. Did you kiss him? <laughs> cheese feet. Did you kiss? <laughs> Did you kiss him? You know. No, I couldn't. <laughs> Talk about crushes like that. I, you know, maybe this is. There was a girl, like you said, in high school. She used to walk by. She was blonde. She was like. She looked like older than all the other girls because the way she dressed the way she was put mm -hmm. together. She always looked older. And she used to walk back and forth. And I used to look at her, and she looked at me, and I said, man, this girl is stunning. The guys would go nuts over her. And I heard that a lot of guys were in love with her. And I said, I, I, I got to talk to this girl. I got to talk to her. So finally, she walked by, and I stopped, and I started smiling. And she smiled back at me. And then the next day, we started talking. And she says to me, why don't we, we go to, you know, hang out after school a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was, believe me. And you know, I did all right. I got a lot of girls, but this girl fucked my head up. I was like nuts over her. Wow. And I said, great, you know? So that I remember having dinner that night and I couldn't wait to see her and I got all dressed and we come over to the house, I go over to the house and she said, uh, she goes, oh, I have, I, I have, I said, oh, I'm gonna take you out. We're gonna go. She goes, no, I have some food here. At a house? At a house. She goes, my parents are in Europe. We're alone. And now I'm going, holy shit. Holy shit. This is shit. like, holy shit. Holy moly. Is this a dream? 
we sit down and we eat, right? I'm, we, she has the food there, and I'm eating, and she's eating. She sent out for the food. She didn't. She uh -huh. said it was like you know, it was a very, it was a very ritzy apartment on the Grand Concourse. This is forty, fifty. Wow. Years. This is yeah. like fifty years ago. When the know. Grand Concourse yeah. was ritzy. It was ritzy, right? Those buildings are beautiful. Those buildings are beautiful, yeah. right? I'm having dinner with her. I'm gone. Music playing in the background. She has a white ivory grand piano right in the living room, right wow. faces, right? And she says, she said, we're eating dinner, we're laughing, talking. I'm nuts over her. Wow. And she says, Chazza, I play piano. I go, you do? She goes, yes, you know, I, I sing, I'm recording songs. I said, you're going to be recording music? I was like freaking out. She goes, yes. She goes, I'll play you something. So she gets behind the piano, she's playing it. She was really good. And she says, Chaz, this song is dedicated to you. <laughs> right? And she starts playing One Boy from Bye Bye Birdie. Now the song goes, One, one boy, boy, one, one special boy, one special boy, one boy one to laugh with, with, to walk she's with, singing to it. talk with. I'm fucking gone. You're dead. <laughs> Dead. You're dead. I would have gave her my soul at that moment. <laughs> Holy shit. Where did she pop? I'm looking at you. You would have shook hands with him. Listen, one boy, she... one special boy, one boy to laugh with. Oh my God. And, and sing great, play great. Right? So then she goes, so she finishes it. And then she comes to, to laugh with. To, and she's like, this is the. The breath knocked you over. No, no, no. No. And I'm like, <laughs> right? I'm like close with her. And all of a sudden she says, oh. And I said, I'm going. She goes, listen, I have to get up early tomorrow. I'm going to have to ask you to leave right at that at the end. So I go, oh, okay. I, I'm like, okay, anything, uh, anything. Yeah. So I go out the door, and she's got and she's got the door in her hand like this. So I said, to, I said, really, it was really, it was a magical evening. And I go like this. I go, I go, I, I, I just want to tell you. And I'm going like this. She goes, okay, good night. Shuts the door right in my face. Shuts the door. In my face. On like, it, I, on your face. Like, like, I went to kiss and she goes, okay, no, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. Like this. And I went, oh. Wasn't even upset. I'm walking down the street, tapping my heels, right? Next day I see her walking in the hall. Ignored the shit out of me. You had the ick. Oh my God, it's a reverse ick. It's, you had <laughs> it's the It's a reverse ick. ick. Ignored me. And I was like, I said, I, I don't want to say her name, but I said, hey, hey, she went, and she kept walking. So I was like, what? For a week, I was like fucking dying. Did you ever get the million dollar reason why? He had white sweatshirts on. She did that to all the guys. Not only to me. She goes, she did, did she pull the shit with you one boy shit? I went, yes. She did it to all the fucking seniors in high school. She's the sadistic sadistic bitch. Sadistic bitch. Right? Wow. But here's the, so here's the market. Here's the end of the story. I ignored her. And then she tried to talk to me. And they said that she would do that. I said, wow. fuck her. I said, no, no, it's all right. No, cool. And you know what? You know what? After a while, she, I really ignored it. She came up. She goes, you know, you really did. You know, I said, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. And then to make a long story short. You got it. I got it. So that it worked out <laughs> in the end. You, you, no, you, you got it. I got you it. Got yeah, it. I got it. We don't have to get into it. But uh, that was that. Wow. That's some story, Jazz. So I took a poll, and there's so many common icks. A lot of them have to do with chewing with your mouth open. Um, one of them has to do with somebody's OCD where they're constantly rearranging stuff. And then the other one is about the person always being late. Those are the three that oh, I've been seeing well, the most. Gianna! Gianna! Yeah. Oh, 
John. I mean, John, so, when I first met her, was two hours late all the time. And I said, John, you, you don't seem to understand. Two hours is not late. That's not showing up. Yeah. That's not late. Now I got it down to like a half hour. Uh, a half hour. That's good. But still late. So but, this is that, that person's question. But that's question. not your because it's 31 years. I'm used to it, yeah. It says, I'm a longtime listener and need some advice. My partner has a perpetual issue with punctuality. They are always running late. It's become a recurring source of frustration, and whenever I try to discuss it, it seems to escalate into an argument. Blah, blah, mm. blah. Do you have any suggestions on how to approach this issue? Um, thanks in advance. Well, uh, wow. The resident expert here. I tried. I tried everything, and if they just won't do it themselves, there's really nothing you could do. I tried. I tried telling them a half hour early. Uh, I tried to say this is so important. You know what I try to do? The only thing that gets a rise out of her is when she wants to go somewhere real important, I'll deliberately try to be late. No, you just you just confess that now she's going to see the No, episode. but she knows I'm doing it on purpose. Oh, okay. And I'll, and I'll take my time getting dressed. She goes, the, the wedding, we, you know we have to be there. This is my sister's wedding. And I'll go... Oh, my yeah. sister's wedding yeah. you chose to oh, do yeah. it and i'll say oh oh now you know how it feels now <laughs> oh my god I'll go like this. oh it's frustrating you know how it just feels this is what i feel don't you i'm never like and she you know denial 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 wow. i feel for that guy <laughs> there's nothing you can do unless she's willing to change if not then you, know. you don't have any advice to him no because if she won't change my wife i mean i got it down to a half hour sometimes telling her a, a half hour ahead uh, but they get hip to that after a while. So right. I don't know what the answer is. So this know. this other one has um, a nick about somebody chewing with their mouth open. That's gross. Does mm -hmm. that annoy you guys? Mm -hmm. How do you go about telling someone? Uh, I don't know. I, think I don't I, want to see the food in your mouth when no. you're chewing, though. I think it annoys women more than men. Well, you just reason. didn't like the cheesecake. No, it was hanging out of a lip. <laughs> uh, the cheesecake was hanging uh, yeah, are you, are you, is that a deal breaker you're saying to people? Like they'll, I they think won't, it could be like Gavonish. Is that? A I term? don't know if it's a deal breaker. It says on a date at a fancy restaurant, the person notices their date um, committing. Um, this is my ultimate pet peeve: chewing with their mouth open. They struggle to maintain their composure, and with each sound smacking against their lips, I can't stand it. Wow. I don't even know. Oh, if smacking. I, I don't even know if that would. That doesn't just bother me in a fancy restaurant. If I'm sitting down with you and you're like. <sighs> You know, like anybody that would, I'd be like, yeah. that's annoying. I say, hey, man. You yeah. Know. And I've done that. I've done that. And when my son goes, dad, dad, or my daughter, they'll <laughs> look at me like, what are you doing? Close your mouth. Close your mouth. And I go, oh, oh, shit. Okay. All right. So I, ha I have done that. This one's kind of funny. I feel too. like Chaz wrote in the one about the time and Gianna wrote in the one about eating with, <laughs> chewing with your mouth open. Where right. are these questions really coming from? They're writing to each other. <laughs> just cleaning out their, no, airing out true. their laundry. That, does it bother you when you order, when you order, this is like, this is the thing I went through with Sandy Blue Eyes. Sandy Blue Eyes says, if he's on a date, he cannot stand a girl if he shorters a bottle of beer, drinks from the bottle. That's an old school thing. Do you thing. drink from the bottle? What do you mean? Like a, a wine beer bottle? bottle? No, a bottle of beer. Like a <laughs> bottle of... No, Catherine, like a bottle of beer. You're, you're in a sports bar and you want a bottle of beer. You want a bottle of Miller or a bottle of Coors. You want a Coors bottle. A lot of girls will just drink it. You know, they got jeans on, a tank top, and they'll drink it. Would you... I mean, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I me. would because I've... I've, I've 
I've ordered beer before and then the bartender didn't bring me my glass and I'm sitting there and I don't want the beer to get warm, warm so I just drink it from the bottle. Right. But I do prefer... Um, uh, Put it in glass. Uh, yeah, but I don't think it's a big deal breaker. I you? had an ex-boyfriend. My first boyfriend would be like, don't ever drink a beer from a bottle. I've never heard that. Because you're a woman. I don't know either. I never. I, I to be honest with you, now if I want a beer, cold beer, if I'm having a barbecue at a friend's house, I want it in the bottle. I want it as cold as possible, right from that bottle. I think there's a way you can be not a, you know, Gavon. Well, I don't you, think that's you know. Gavon issue. No, but I understand that. I I I don't agree. I with can't it, think it's an old school it's thing. It's a very old school thing. The, what a, what about like a soda bottle or a milk carton that has like a half of a glass left? Do you guys pour that in a cup or drink it out of the bottle? Milk. Like milk or soda? If it's oh, you fridge. don't drink that out of the car. No, no. that you pour into a glass. I've if it's the well, last you part of the, John? <laughs> if it's the last part of the milk, I've drink it if out If you of live the alone? Oh, I never do that. If you drink alone, all bets are gonna. What's the difference if you live alone? If you took the last sip and you're throwing it in the garbage. I, I, I got to be honest. I never took it out of the carton, ever. I always throw it in the water. Every single movie, and somebody's no, drinking milk out of a carton. So really? middle America has no problem with it. Yeah, I'm on Catherine's side on this one. If there's like a, a sip of milk left, I'll drink that and throw it out rather than wash a glass. I probably put That's it in That's an Irish glass. thing, maybe. Yeah, I put it. could be. <laughs> I put it in a glass. Oh, good thing Colin's not here. Oh, I'm no. just kidding. Good thing he left. <laughs> so what's the other question? Okay, um, we're still on the X, though. Um, this person has a problem with double dipping. He says their partner oh. consistently double dips. There was a whole Seinfeld so. episode about it. Yeah, I mean, it is weird that you take a dip and then you double dip again and your whole, your mouth and everything, your saliva goes in, in the avocado. I, I, I kind of I agree with but that. But not if you're just with your significant other. No, I know, I agree. and spits two minutes after we put, eat the avocado. Right. Okay, yeah, but would you use your significant other's toothbrush? Oh, no. That's a good question. Actually, I, I would if I didn't. If I forgot mine, I, I would put it on the hot water, clean it, <laughs> sterilize it, soap it, and then say, "Here's your." Uh, and then maybe I do. Would you use it? No. Mm -mm. No. And you I wouldn't it. share milk with someone. <laughs> I don't know. That's so weird. You wouldn't <laughs> like, share milk. Like, if, right? It's one thing if I take a sip of my husband's drink or whatever, right. or, 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 or you know. But if you have milk, I'm not sharing your milk. Well, how, well, how about for, <laughs> I don't know. I right. just there's something. Uh, well, how about this, you folks, the folks out there? How do you feel about when your, everybody orders, your dish comes, and immediately your significant other or somebody you know close starts picking from your dish? I don't mind that. You don't mind that? No, that, I, that bothers me. I have a nephew that we always yell at because I'm like, you're just going in people's plates. No, like, he said his plate and his significant other, not oh, your nephew. Oh, significant other? Oh, yeah, I'll eat whatever my... Yeah, yeah, right, 100%. But, but say it's just I'll take like, it with my hand. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I go right in for it. I think it would phone. hurt me. I mean, bother me, hurt me. Bother me if I was starving. When I'm starving, I like, I just leave me alone. You got no, your food. No, no, when I got you're my... hungry, I've seen that. Yeah, we all have. Yeah, I could eat three it's, dinners. It's you got to see the scar I got on my arm from help. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's, it's bad. I mean, what about anything else, John? Yeah, so this is the last one I have. It says, during a movie date, my date insisted on whispering loudly throughout the entire film, offering running commentary on every scene. Oh, you're talking to, you're talking to. That's bad. Yeah. The actors they, here. That's... They're debating on calling them back and taking them out. Obviously not to another movie, but. Well, no, you got to tell them, listen, I don't mind. I want to watch the movie, but let's not, let's not, you know, stop talking. Let's watch the damn movie. I feel like they would take that personally, though. They'd be like, I, I don't care if they take up. it personally. I don't. I would stop them right away. i say, shh, let's just watch it. 
We'll talk later. Yes, yeah, based on common sense. <laughs> it's common sense. Who cares man. if they don't get it or it's insulting? You're wrong. It's like, no. Somebody Next. Went, somebody once said to me, the things you accept are the things you regret. So, like, if there are things that really bother you about a person in the beginning, but you go, oh, it's all right, it's right. At the end, it's what makes you, like, Leave real. Them. Yeah, they're like, the, yeah. those are the real. You might as well like, say I it. saw this in the beginning, but you go, oh, all right, okay. He chews with his mouth open, okay, she's late, whatever. But at the end, it's like, that's like your. You know what? And I know this might be a little off the subject, but I want to just get it out before we close. And that is things that a man should watch. And if a woman has any one of these traits, don't go out. You, Ooh, you gotta walk I want to hear this. Yeah, okay. Uh, one. One. Number one, if a woman says, I have all male friends, I don't get along with women. Run. Red flag. Run, run, run. If you know a woman out there that says, I only have male friends, I really don't get along with women, get in your car. Put Mexico and get the fuck out of there. Okay. I'm telling you now. Because Two. Wait a minute. If you go into, if you meet a girl and she knows the whole band by their first names, <laughs> run. <laughs> get out of there. If she knows the whole band by their first name, that's it. She knows their, wow. shoes. She knows their go. shoe size. Three. Like, three is the third one. And fr the great Frank Sinatra told me this himself. Wow. He said, if you're at a bar... And a woman orders Jack Daniels on the rocks. Run. I love what? Run. I love that. Are you kidding me? Jack Daniels means watch out. That must have been uh, wow. Ava Gardner's drink. Must have been Ava Gardner's drink. Mm -hmm. Wow. So do you, do, have you heard anything about, is there anything about a guy when you meet, either one of you could start, that these are some things are deal breakers, that's it. Good, Tower. Go, you go. Uh, I, I, I don't mind paying half the check. All the time? Not all the time, but the first day. Like I just went on a date with a guy, and he made. He said to me, "How do you, how do you, you know, how do you want to do it?" It's not even about the mean, money. Wait, after the, when the check yes. came? Yeah. Oh no. But this, I, I'll do half the check. This is the same guy that I said she shouldn't go back out with because when I asked her if she wanted to make out with him, she went, ew. <laughs> so I go, then why are you going on the second date? That. So you went on the first date with him and he said, how do you want to do this? He said, how do you want to do credit card or cash? Hey, buddy. No. You know who you are. How could you do this? A beautiful girl like this, you say, how do you want to do this? And what, what was the check? Was it a big check? No. On the way under a hundred. Under a hundred. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? You know what, buddy? You're lucky we don't out you right now. You'll never get another date. I don't care who you are, how talented you are. You ask he asked you out? Yeah, what do you think I asked him out? He you ask a girl out to dinner and then the check comes and you say who ate the shrimp? Is that what you say? Who <laughs> ate the shrimp? <laughs> Can we I mean, name this episode Who Ate the Shrimp? No, he actually went half. But he asked you out for dinner. Uh, I didn't no. understand it. Well, listen, yeah, what happens? Saying no. uh, what would you say if you guys went out on a first date and say he, he asked you out, he was planning on paying for the bill, he didn't plan on spending more than $150, and then you ordered a boatload of drinks and you racked up the bill to like $1,000. Well, but is he going to tell me they were on a budget right now? I'm not no. going to spend more than 200 What do I know? I'm having she a good time. Know. I order a few drinks. 
It's no. not, yeah, it's not gonna be a thousand dollars, John. But like, what if you felt that the girl was only asking you out to get free food and free drinks? Then you That's a go horse of a different color. We're yeah, talking this about guy a, asked a you real date, date, and then you gotta no. See, no. I don't care what year we're in. A guy's asking a woman on a date, as old school as that may sound, or as not trendy as it is. A guy picks up the first date. That's actually a question we have for the next episode. Okay, okay that right. we'll talk about that the next episode. Hey guys. This is Chaz Palmetary Podcast. I am with Neighborhood Logic Girls here right now. We got Catherine Narducci and the great comedian Tara Kenneth Tracy. He'll get it. I'll get it one day. Tara Minestrone. First of all, Tara, where are you going to be? Tell the audience. Where am I going to be? I'm going to be in South Carolina. I just booked South Carolina July 10th. I'll be... Um, at Wander's Theater in South Carolina. June 22nd, I don't know when we're airing this, June 22nd, I'll be at Stanford, Connecticut, New York Comedy Club. And then Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club, uh, I added an extra date because the shows are selling. I'll be there June 29th and uh, July 7th and 8th. And they could always go on your... TaraJokes.com, or you can even go on my YouTube channel too. It's at TaraJokes if you're watching us on YouTube. But all my social media is TaraJokes. Now, Catherine Larducci, the great actor... Catherine, tell us the new movie you have coming out with Mr. Robert De Niro. It's called, it was called Wise Guys. Now it's called Alto Nights. What is it? Alto Nights. Alto Nights. A-L-T-O Nights. And directed by... Like nice Night in Shining Armor. And directed by Barry Levison. Yeah, the, right? great, the great Barry Levison. Great Barry Levison. And Bob is playing two parts. Yeah. Who's he playing? Uh, He's playing... Um, Frank Costello? Costa- Frank Costello and Vito Genovese. And Vito Genovese. Yeah. Wow. Well, if anybody- Wait, and, and I'm going to be the Grand Marshal this year of the St. Gennaro Feast. Feast. All right. First female. The first female Grand Marshal, Catherine Narducci, this little girl who grew up in Harlem, right there. And now she's going to be the Grand Marshal at the St. Gennaro Feast. The Queen's Way, baby. All right. Don't forget ChazPalmentary.net. Check out my restaurants, Chaz Palmentary's 30 West 46th Street, 264 Main Street and White Plains. God bless you, and we'll see you next week.